last word on health on Today FM. With Benelin non-drowsy chesty coughs. Gets to work fast. Always read the label. Dr. Brian Higgins, GP at Galway Primary Care, is with us for our weekly last words on health. Good evening to you, Brian. Talk to us, please, about SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. What is it? Well, SAD is kind of what it says in the tin, really, and it's particularly relevant in days like today when it's dark and the days are short. And it's a mood disorder which affects somewhere between 5 and 10% of the population. Uh, that when the seasons change, it can have a significant negative effect on someone's mood. Why does that happen? Well, it's pretty complicated. Like mood in general is complicated. But interestingly, we're creatures who run on what's called a circadian rhythm. So when we see sunlight, it actually affects our brain and it regulates uh, production of hormones called melatonin cortisol and serotonin and what's thought is when the days get very short and we're exposed to less natural light these hormones become dysregulated and that can lead on to persistent um, negative feelings. Is that a bit like with with night shifts so people who might be put on night shift sleep during the day the same number of hours as somebody who goes to bed at night but they actually feel completely thrown is that down to a lack of sunlight? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like we're we're creatures designed for daylight. Um, so when you have uh, people on night shifts, or it can actually be very, very destructive for your health. Now, some people cope with it very well, and this is the interesting thing. So um, we'll say if we say w- one in every twenty people might suffer with seasonal affective disorder, nineteen out of every twenty people don't. But for those people who are affected, and for those people who are work affected negatively by night shifts. Um, it can really, really affect someone's health. Okay, so what are the symptoms of SAD? Well, sometimes patients will come in to me and they will say, look, I'm feeling very anxious or feeling very depressed. But sometimes people are not, the symptoms may not necessarily be that obvious. It could just be fatigue, a change in appetite where people have maybe more sugary cravings, uh, reduced concentration, reduced libido. Maybe somebody is a bit more um, irritable or easily agitated than usual, or even just fatigue, listlessness and difficulty getting out of bed. Somebody mightn't say, look, I'm depressed or I'm anxious, but they'll come in and say, "I, I, I really don't feel right. Do you need more sleep in the winter months? Could that be an effect? Um, Sleep is something we probably should talk about because the modern human is chronically sleep deprived. And I always think if you think of, of sleep, we spend a third of our lives where we can't eat, we can't reproduce and we're very vulnerable. So if we haven't gotten rid of sleep as we've evolved it must be very 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 important um we all the amount of people who can survive on less than eight hours sleep a night is absolutely tiny but in general eight hours is enough for most people god eight hours would be a fine thing anyway tell us about <laughs> you know, the- i i i a joke aside i actually we used back when i worked in the hospital we used to do crazy crazy shifts like we'd have 80 100 hour weeks and actually like sleep deprivation and medics is a, is a huge issue and I, when I started researching sleep, I changed my whole day to make sure that I got eight hours sleep. And it is incredible. It's something you haven't done and you convince yourself that you can manage it without eight hours sleep. When you do switch and start doing it, it can hugely improve your energy levels, your concentration, your ability to learn. So I, I, for people who don't do it, it is worth giving it a go.
Yeah, I'm just looking at my uh, my stats here off my Fitbit and I'm averaging five and a half hours sleep for the last week and I'm absolutely oh wrecked God. at the moment because mm. of it. Feel dead. But anyway, that might account for my rather grumpy humour on tonight's programme, so I'm making my excuses <laughs> early. Uh, put a di- Give us a diagnosis of SAD, so please, because I'm sure, you know, people do have low mood on certain days. That doesn't mean that they have this particular condition, does it? No, absolutely. Like We're all entitled to have bad days. But I'd say for anyone who's having a persistent mood change, even irrelevant to the season, but especially if there's been a change that the days have gotten shorter and you're finding that you're fatigued, irritable, that it's hard to get out of bed and you're just not feeling right, go and speak to your doctor. We generally don't have to do any tests. Now, we do know for people who are deficient on vitamin D um, that they're much more susceptible to um, seasonal affective disorder. So I'd always advise people between maybe Halloween and Easter to be in a supplemental vitamin D because that's the vitamin we get from sunshine. Um, But in general, we'll diagnose it from um, history. And sometimes we might do some psychotherapy. For some people, they'll find a light box really helpful and it's an alarm. It's almost like an alarm clock with a bright light and it gives you something that mimics natural daylight and can improve that hormonal regulation. And I do have patients who occasionally respond very, very well to medication. And you do have to remember as well for patients with depression or bipolar disorder, they're affected a lot more uh, severely by seasonal change than others. So there might be people who are on medication and may need to alter their doses as the seasons change. Okay. What about more advanced treatments such as psychotherapy? Well, I I think psychotherapy is absolutely brilliant. Um, for managing because humans are very interesting because we respond very well to quick fixes you know when 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 we have a problem we tend to do something that makes us feel better immediately and we can actually develop what are called maladaptive coping habits which make us feel better immediately and actually affect us really negatively in the long term. So if you think about somebody who's stressed because they have so much work to do, might say, OK, I'm going to do 10 more emails before I go to bed. Great. I feel like I've accomplished something. But actually then that reduces their sleep and might actually make it harder for them to go off to sleep. So in the long term, um, it can really negatively affect how they're feeling. And where psychotherapy can be really helpful is to help people identify the things that they might actually be doing that are making themselves feel worse in the long term. The listener here says, I suffer from SAD two years in the winter, 2008 and 2009. In 2010, it developed into full-blown depressed anxiety. I was put on medication. Mm. I'm still on it now. Could it be that it is actually a marker, an indicator that you could uh, develop even more serious problems if you don't deal with it? Yeah, absolutely. I always think whether if you're having a problem, say it's back pain, say it's low mood, that's your body telling you something is wrong. And if you ignore that and you don't address it and you don't do something about it, it's more than likely you're not going to fix the reason that that problem has developed. And if you're not removing the cause, well, generally it's going to progress. So that's why I'm a big believer for anyone with any sort of persistent persistent symptom, especially if it's going on for longer than a couple of weeks, go and speak to your doctor about it, because more than likely, if you don't address, address it, it's going to get worse. Thank you very much, Dr. Brian Higgins, GP at Galway Primary Care, for joining us for our weekly Last Word on Health. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today, F-